So, friends, this morning, as we continue and, and we're going to be wrapping up our journey as trustees of the kingdom of the Lord next Sunday. But today, we want to be uh, focusing on, uh, on particularly and primarily why all of this is known in us and through us as the Lord's trustees. Maybe you caught that from the gospel reading this morning. Uh, I'll, I'll address that in a moment. I'm going to address that in a, in a moment through the thought that there is the expression of beautiful love that's given to us and then that we have the opportunity to express as well. And where does that, that beautiful love come from? And how do we know it? And how is it expressed? You've heard the, you've heard the, phase, uh, fr- uh, the fa- phrase, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Or also, this, uh, uh, this is a face only a mother could love. My mother loves that face. I, I scavenged this from a few weeks ago, the 30th anniversary, ordination anniversary, so thanks for that picture. But yeah, we know that phrase, don't we? That uh, 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 love is in the, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And of course, uh, a mother who loves their child, that child is beautiful in their sight. Because beauty that's in the eye of the beholder flows from a relationship. It, it flows from a uh, a, a response that's coming out of somebody towards another that we might define as love. Not, not a worldly kind of love, although that might be in there, but the kind of love a mother has for a child, the kind of love our Heavenly Father has for us, that that mother would do anything for their child, and our Heavenly Father does anything for us. So let's talk about that a little bit today. As we think about beauty in the eye of the beholder, and where else is this maybe more clearly seen in the world of art, right? Art from different cultures that that culture sees as and recognizes as beautiful. Maybe not so much for us in a different culture. Or there's different genres of art. There's classical, there's modern, there's abstract. And people find different genres of art beautiful. And there's different mediums that are used to produce art. And maybe you're a charcoal art lover. Or maybe you're a watercolor or an oil painter. Regardless, beauty is in the eye of the beholder when it comes to the world of art. But what about the kingdom of God? Is... Or are we all different in the sake and for the purpose of beauty in the eye of the beholder when it comes as trustees of the kingdom in a relationship with Jesus Christ? And does he see us, the beauty of his eye, beholding us differently? Or are we sharing similar concepts, truths that define our lives today and unto eternity? Let's hear from this in Mark chapter 14, verses 3 to 9. This is the gospel reading for us today. A unique encounter that Jesus has with this woman, uh, unnamed in this account of the gospel. She might be Mary Magdalene or another Mary. Uh, John leads us to think it might be Mary Magdalene, but Mark doesn't name who who this woman is. But she comes and does something very special and unique that Jesus says is beautiful. Let's go there. While Jesus was in Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard, 
she broke the jar and poured the perfume on Jesus' head. Why would this woman do this? What motivated her? This pure nard, this jar of of oil that she, she poured on Jesus, we're told was worth a year's wages. Think about that. No house payment, no rent, nothing, no food on your table for a whole year because you poured oil on Jesus' head. Extravagant? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But she did this. Why would she do this? John gives us a clue uh, later on in, in, in his writing by the Spirit. We love because he first loved us. This woman did this act of beauty in the eye of of Jesus because something in her life had been done first to her. Jesus had loved her first, and she knew this. And now she wanted to reciprocate and express in extravagant, an extravagant kind of way, an expression of love that befuddled the crowds who were there. And she poured this year's worth of wages of nard on Jesus. Why? It only is simply because Jesus first loves us that we do anything simple or extravagant. That which is beautiful in the eyes of the Lord because he first loves us. So our trusteeship as God's people, we call this stewardship or managing of life and all of its resources, comes from Jesus first loving you, me, which then flows from us in these beautiful ways, sometimes extravagant, sometimes simple. Remember, two weeks ago, we talked about how oftentimes trusteeship challenges us in in new ways or or in new ways of trusting and down different roads that we haven't been a part of. This is an example of that, right? Where Where would a year's worth of wages come if poured out on Jesus' head? This woman is simply trusting that all of her needs are going to be met through a relationship with Jesus Christ, God's Son who provides all things for us. She's trusting that food will be put on my table. My rent will be paid. I'll survive this coming year because I trust the Lord. An extravagant trust, isn't it? Challenging trust, for sure. And we know that our trusteeship flows from our Heavenly Father to us in a relationship in which we're linked to Him. A relationship in which we're linked to Him because He is trustworthy. We trust as a response because of His trustworthiness, which He has shown to us and displayed to us in marvelous, extravagant, beautiful ways in our lives for which we give thanks, for which our faith steps out in trust for which we accept the challenges then. Sometimes those extravagant challenges, in fact, as trustees of the kingdom. We unpack all those bag of goodies that the Lord has given to us in our lives and and see how they're given to us for His purposes in His kingdom. That His purposes define who I am in my life. That I live as a child of God for Him and unto Him. And and that, that there's a challenge there. Uh, for us every day in that trusting relationship. All right. Well, this is who we are. This is who we might understand this woman to be, coming to Jesus. 
and managing her resources in such an extravagant way. Some of those present, we're told, were saying indignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor. And, of course, then they were rebuking her harshly. Hmm. They missed the point. Did they fail to see the extravagance of her love for Jesus in this and were were feeling jealous of that? What was going on there? It seems that we wrestle in this context with Jesus. We wrestle with this woman maybe in two ways. One is that we're, we're, we're missing the meaning. At least these people at, 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 in the house of Simon the leper were missing the meaning behind all of this. As Jesus calls us as trustees into his kingdom, there's a meaning behind him challenging us, asking us to manage life and its resources for his glory. And are we missing that? Something for us to think about and ponder because my sinfulness wants me to miss the meaning, right? My sinfulness wants me to live for me and me only and what I want. No kingdom, no others, no serving, no Jesus. That's my sin. And if I let that sin, if, and when that sin wins the day, I'm missing the meaning of my life in the kingdom. And I'm missing the meaning behind why he's given to me the blessings of my life for his kingdom. We wrestle with that, don't we? And maybe we also wrestle with missing the opportunity. I wonder, when I get to heaven, you got those questions, right? When you get to heaven? When I get to heaven, I want to ask this woman, before you loved so extravagantly by pouring this, this oil out, were you having doubts? Were you, were you wondering, your hands shaking a little bit? Should I really do this? Can I afford this? Here's an opportunity that I've been given, and I want to take advantage, advantage of it, but boy, am I, I'm worried about this. i like to know that. I'm guessing her answer is going to be yes to all of the above, because she was a human being just like us, just like you and me. And yet the opportunity was before her, and she stepped out in faith, in trust, because he is trustworthy, and she loved beautifully. Leave her alone, said Jesus. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. Beautiful. This act of anointing, of of trust and faith, this, this act of service and of extravagance is beautiful to me. Kalos. What it means is an outward sign of the inward character and that that inward sign of a person's character is seen to be so. And this draws us right back into the good news of our salvation in Jesus, isn't it? The righteousness of God, that very character of of our loving Heavenly Father, given to us in His one and only Son, Jesus, who walked among us, who lived among us, who takes upon Himself the extravagance of our sinful human nature. And in the beauty of a love for us, shows us the very character of God's righteousness. Goes to a cross. He suffers and dies there, taking his his own life, taken from him uh, in our sinfulness as he gives it up. He gives his life up for us, breathing his last. He gives up his spirit 
in that extravagant gift of love for you and me to know the very character of our Heavenly Father. Of what lengths He would go to to love a a face like you and me. (laughs) To see us beautiful in His beholding. We see that lived out in Jesus. The Jesus that you know and I know as our Savior. A Jesus that calls us to walk in Him every day and a Jesus that lives in us every day as His disciples. This is beautiful. It's known to us. It's the expression of the kingdom among us. And, and, the beauty of Jesus is the power that moves me to embrace what then is beautiful in His eyes. What do you think moved that woman to expend a a year's wages or more in this oil just to anoint Jesus' head. But this very beautiful character of Christ himself, giving of himself sacrificially, is what this woman wanted to do. Beautiful. Then, as an act of faith in the eyes of the Lord, what empowers you and me? But the very beauty of God's grace and mercy You were assured of that again today, which is yours and mine. That moves us in the kingdom as his trustees. Trustees. To see the very character of God's love for us in Jesus and to see that character lived out through us. Extravagantly sometimes. In trust. In faith. In the beauty of the grace and goodness that we know in our Heavenly Father through Jesus. So Jesus tells us then. He, he, he summarizes this activity of the woman and gives us some insight by saying, Look, the poor you'll always have with you and you can help them anytime you want. There's, there's a, a meaning here behind all of this that Jesus is giving us. You have the meaning of my life in you to be shared with people all around you. People who I've created and redeemed, whether they know that or not, by faith, I'm giving you the opportunity to care for them. The meaning of my character in you is to offer them the beauty of your life, the beauty of your time, service, of your resources, The opportunity to care for those who may not be exactly where you're at in life. But he also says something else. You will not always have me. Now, he's speaking to the disciples there as Jesus is present with them. But the opportunity behind all of this is that there's an urgency to Jesus' message. An opportunity that he doesn't want us to miss. For us today... As Jesus lives in us by his spirit, we have various opportunities to behold the the beauty of the love of our Heavenly Father through the managing of life and all of its resources as his trustees. Jesus is calling us to take advantage of those opportunities, isn't he? There's an urgency behind it. And so, in these short days, lives that we live, in the multiple opportunities that we have, to proclaim the kingdom of God as his trustees, managing life and all of its resources, we have opportunities. Blessed, challenging opportunities. Sometimes extravagant opportunities to express that 
that love our Heavenly Father has for us in Jesus unto Him. A trustee. Somebody who has been given in trust the blessings of somebody else. For that person has proven himself to be trustworthy. And so we have the opportunity, because He's first loved us, to love Him and others and His kingdom. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the challenge of hearing your word today of this woman who loved you extravagantly, wonderfully, marvelously. Father, I'd like to live like that. You are trustworthy, I know that. And you've entrusted to me as a trustee of your kingdom the blessings that are part of my life and and its, its resources in my life. Help me to love you beautifully in this way that well, this woman expressed that you're calling me to express. And only and simply, Heavenly Father, because you've first chosen to love me in Jesus. It's his beauty, his power, his strength, his spirit that moves us in these ways. To you be the glory, the praise, the thanks. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.